0: Oh, Lewis. Lewis Howard The professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. Yes, indeed. Hey, I always love, Con. Thank you for that introduction. I am Lewis Howard Live. You are joining another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Hey, reaching you, bringing you the best insights, principles, practicality, reaching from 8 to 80 and on. All right, so we're glad you're part of the conversation. Tune in each week. We've had so many good responses to the show. Well over a hundred thousand downloads in thirteen countries. Hitting it every week. You can also hit me up on Facebook at the Lewis Howard. Or Lewis Howard Live and uh, keep up with some of the stuff that we've coming up with in the future. Wait, we're going to have a YouTube channel. We're going to be doing live video podcasts. We're just going to just keep knocking out of the park to get a way to reach you and help inspire, motivate, and challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Today, we want to talk about living life with passion. Probably one of my most favorite fun subjects to talk about uh, is passion, right? Is we always say when someone does something really good, he has passion. Or if they do something really crazy, well, he's passionate, right? So passionate is just an energetic force that you have. And so depending on where you direct it, it can impact your outcome. Right now, anger is not passion, it's a difference. So, we'll talk about the difference. But, definition as I define passion is a strong. And barely controllable emotion. Just the excitement level is so high you can barely contain yourself. If you go where I'm living and broadcasting this show, uh, go to a Seahawk game and you got 65,000 plus people yelling and screaming at the top of their voice, breaking Genesis world records. They got passion. They got passion about their team. They got passion about what is happening or going to happen. That's an example of passion. Seeing people win and everyone is cheering them on because they've won something or they've received an award, the passion that's involved, right? So people of impetuous passion is what we're talking about. And what does that look like? And what does that matter in your life? You say, well, I don't need passion. Everybody needs passion. You need to be passionate about something in order to to win in this life. In other words, you got to have a deep drive and energy to winning in life, right? We should have passion meters in our life to tell you, oh, your passion level is low today. Your passion level is high. So here's the opposite of passion. You're a flatliner, right? You know people that don't get excited about nothing. They're not surprised about Anything, right? They're just flatlined. They got no passion. They got no excitement. The, their eyes look like there's no life in them. It's like, is anybody home, right? No passion. If you put me around two different people, I'll take passionate people over flatliners anytime, right? Give me somebody passion. I hire people all the time for different capacities. And while I go by resume and past experiences and all those different things, I'm also looking to see how passionate. Is this person about what we're doing? About what we're talking about? Right? You want to read the passion in somebody's uh, face and in their eyes, and what that really can do to impact a team. Passion really is when you put more energy into something than's required. Right? There's a certain level of energy I can go and do something. With. And then there's another level of, of energy that I put in that I don't ne- necessarily uh, need to. We call that going over and above the call, right? Passion people will tend to go over and above the call. If you ask a passion person for a quarter, they're probably going to give you a dollar because that's just how they operate, right? They're going to go above and beyond because that's what passion people do. Right. It's more than just enthusiasm or excitement, which can, you know, after the moment's over, I'm no longer passionate, but passion is a driver. I just remember as I've gone through my journey, taking on different responsibilities and different businesses, you know, over the years, especially being in real estate, you got to be passionate about helping people. Because people come in with expectations and lack of experience, whatever they come in, lack of knowledge. But but sometimes your excitement and your enthusiasm and your passion helps drive the ambition of the purpose. Um, that is the materializing action, so that we can put heart, mind, body, and soul. Put your back into it and make it a success. So we're we're going to talk about just some areas where you can. Think about your passion. And this is, again, just important in life because sometimes the passion is not for you. Sometimes it's for people that are around you, right? Um, One of the things that I get to do is I get to work with homeless men and women, right? So last year, uh, I got to help 60 people get into uh, shelters, get in a place, get off the street, right? I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about helping People get back into some type of engagement for their life. So, through my partnership with uh, the Millionaire Charity Club in the Seattle area, we were able to set up housing and help individuals be able to do that. It takes a lot when you want to pull somebody from that place and get them back up into a functioning place and culture. But when I can look back on it, every single one of them, I went above and beyond the call of duty in many of those cases, and I put all of me into helping uh, that individual, that man, that woman, a child, be able to have what's called covering um, over their head. That's passion, right? Nobody has to pay me to do that. I get up and do that anyway, right? So let's talk about some areas where you can be passionate. One is at work. Um, <clears throat> when you're in a professional arena, there are two types of people that are in a professional arena. This is, this is my theory. You have paycheck players and you got – passionate, driven goal people that are in the professional arena. Some people just go to a company and they're just there for the check and the benefits. They're not there to help the company succeed or uh, uh, reach their team team goals. One of the things very exciting about the tech industry, the tech business, is everybody buys the dream. Everybody drinks the Kool-Aid, so to speak, right? Everybody's required to bring... Their passion into the workplace. They structure the workplace so you can be your best all the time. So how are you at work? Right. Do you arrive at 801 and leave at 459? That's not passion. Right. Do you just do what you're paid to do and nothing above? Right. So if you're not experiencing growth and promotion in your own life, you might need to look at your passion. You might need to look at your commitment. You might be at the wrong company or on the wrong team and you need to get in a place that makes your passionate come out. When you are constantly producing new ideas and you're seeing how things can be done in a different way and you don't wait, you can go do that. You're passionate. Right. Instead of I'm just doing my job. Don't bother me. But yet when promotion time comes, you want that promotion. You want that growth. So work is a place Whether you're a business professional, self-employed. Right. The worst person you want to hire is a non-passionate contractor to come over to your house and do some work right? Because they're going to be late. They're going to leave early. They're not going to have all the parts and pieces. It's not going to be right when they're finished, right? I love detailed, passionate people. says, hey, I'm here to fix this water feature, but also know that something else is going on. I want to take care of that as a part of what I'm doing. That's passion, right? That's passion. I want to see those people all day. I want to trust those people with everything that I have because I know they're going to make sure that it's done right. It's done with a level of excellence that I can appreciate and they can look back on their work. So previous to doing some of the things I'm doing now, I work for a development company and we worked for uh, a, a gentleman uh, who was my mentor, billionaire. I worked for him for 10 years and he was very passionate about details of every single home that we built. It had to be done right the first time. If it wasn't done right the first time, he would instruct the crew, tear it down Do it again. Wouldn't care about what the cost of it. It's just not right. I want my name on it, and I want it right. I learned that from him because I came from the term "close enough for government work." Right? You ever heard that term? This it's okay. Okay is okay. Right? It's good enough. So these are terms. That's the difference between somebody has passions and excellence between somebody just says, yeah, I'm just mediocre. I'm just trying to get by. So think about how you are at work. And if you don't know what that looks like, find somebody else at work that has that passion. See, sometimes we think that those people are crazy. Why are they getting there early? Why are they staying late? Why are they always adding more things for us to do? They're not getting paid for that. It's just creating more work. These people are passionate about what they're doing. At home is another place to examine your passion. How passionate are you at home with your family, with your friends, right? Those that are closest to you. It's all about sharing that passion, Um, sharing your dreams, sharing your goals, sharing what's good in other people. Sometimes being passionate is really just finding what's good in other people. When is the last time that you told somebody anything that you found good in them? Right. That's what passion's about. Right. Most of us are waiting to hear something good for ourselves. How many likes did I get off that post? How many followers do I have? Who likes me? Right. Am I the boss today? Right. It's all about you. But sometimes passion is saying, hey, I see some great things in you. My friends are always surprised. Not anymore because I just do it. Sometimes I'll call them up just to tell them something cool about them. Right. I don't need anything. I'm not looking for anything. But I just was thinking about you, and I call up and say, I appreciate the thing we did a couple of weeks ago. Man, it was awesome. And usually they're waiting for me to say, I need this. And usually I don't need anything. But it's because the passion in me for people, everybody needs a good word or a good thought uh, shared with them on occasion. So if you just tuning in to the Lewis Howard Live today, we are talking about passion. We're talking about that excitement. That drive, that enthusiasm that you have, right? And so, part of the root word when you talk about enthusiasm as part of passion, it comes from within, right? It is the internal thing that is is within you. Nobody can teach you passion. Either you have it or you don't. You gotta train it to be there. You know, no nobody needs to teach a football player on Sunday that he's got to be passionate about the game, right? Get in front of a guy that can run a four or five. You'll find out how passionate he is, right? Uh, I got some guys that are former NFL players. I get to hang out, and they are big boys. They're 200, 250, 300 pounds, right? They shake my hand, and I lose my hand, right? These guys are passionate about the game and are passionate about what they do. How passionate are you? We're talking about at work, whether it's in your business, right? If you lead a team, how passionate are you about the team that you're leading? Right. Can people look to you as an example? I call the get up. Right. I want to be around people that gets me up, get me excited. Right. Gets me thrilled to go in and do what we have to do and accomplish it with passion at play. When you're just hanging out, you're being social. Right. Are you using your social media platform to be passionate? To, to to get a cause, because part of passion is do you have a cause? Do you have something that you'll do that nobody needs to pay you for that you will do? If you don't have that, I want to encourage you today. Go find a cause. Go find something that you are passionate about. I'm passionate about helping people win. I'm passionate about helping pe- people succeed. So find something that you are passionate about uh even at play when you're just hanging out some people are passionate about creating music creating new ideas creating new concepts they're just passionate about that and when you get around them that's all that they're talking about right this idea that idea the new thing that we want to do so even at play you can be passionate about it community right I grew up. My mom was kind of a community activist, so she drugged me around to all these activist kind of things, and but it helped me develop a passion for helping people. That's where I got it from, right? This ability to help. Are you passionate about helping people? What you make happen for other people, it'll happen to you, right? What you sow, you'll reap in your own life. So use your excitement to add to somebody else's dream, to add to somebody else's goal. It makes a real big difference. Talking about areas to examine your passion we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to get in ways you can improve your passion where you can take it up to another level as my friend grant cardone say we're going to 10x this thing take it up to another level you are listening to lewis howard live i to take a quick break pay some bills we'll be right back after these messages Hey, thank you for being part of the conversation and tuning in, whether you've joined us in the middle of the show or you just got to us. We're talking about living life with passion. So important. I hope that you can hear the passion in me to help you to make sure that you have some pieces, some parts, some thoughts and ideas that help you become the best version of yourself. One of my mentors has taught me, he says, don't become a discount version of yourself. And the way you do that is you leave off important pieces and parts. You skip steps, right? If you're going to write a beautiful symphony or a song or produce a movie, you can't skip steps, right? There's a beginning, a middle and the end. They all have to come together. That's the way your life is. You start as one person, you grow into another, you become a total different individual. The key is don't become a discount version of yourself. Don't leave your passion at the door because you need that as a part of your process. If you want to inspire anybody, you got to have passion, right? The greatest speakers, when we hear them speak, they speak with passion, they speak with energy and enthusiasm for what. They are delivering as a mess. So that's what we're talking about. It's not something that people sit around and talk about every day, right? It gets kind of folded into different thoughts, but really, it's its own thing. It's it's the excitement. It is that genuine part of you that just lights up a room. I call it change the temperature. A passionate person can walk in the room and change the temperature of that room. A flatliner cannot. So, are you on that scale where? You, you can change your room, right? That's what passionate people do. So I want to inspire you to reach that next level of being the passionate person that really can, can change a nation, change a region, change their world, change their family. Maybe you're going to be the first billionaire in your family. Maybe you're going to be the first world-class leader in your family. You are leading the charge of passion. Doesn't matter where you start, it's how you finish, right? We get too hung up on where we've been, forget about it. Focus on this is where I'm going. So I'm going to throw at you just some ways I think you can improve your passion. So beginning where you are, some of them you might already be doing and others we're going to add to it. The first ways to improve your passion is to follow your gifts, your talents, and your abilities. That is your built in GPS for passion. Okay, you have gifts that you just come with. They're just things that you do naturally that you don't even think about because it's your gift. Right. Some people are natural communicators. They can talk and talk and talk and talk right? It's no big deal to them to talk because they have a gift. Some people can create. They can just create amazing things. You know, we enjoy things that other people just use their passion to create. And others have abilities and abilities are just things you've learned. You've gone to school, you've taken a class, you've got some training, and now you develop a refined skill set that allows you to do something better. So I have a new Challenge for myself, and that's learning to play the piano. Right, I bought this fancy piano, plays itself, but it's frustrating me because I want to play the piano. So, what have I got to do to enjoy that passion? I'm going to have to acquire some skill sets, right? Because I don't have that skill set, right? I'm going to have to acquire some training. I'm going to have to go to a class. I'm going to have to get an instructor, right? So, people stop because. They're missing the skill set. That's what school is for. That's what education is for. And that's what the training is for. But you got a natural GPS system for passion is with your gifts and your talents and your abilities. So focus on these. What are your gifts? Right. What are you naturally good at? What are your talents? Right. Can you sing? Can you play piano? Can you dance? What is natural talent? I have a, a friend that I met, and she's a dancer. She's an amazing dancer. I mean, she's just got a talent, right? So we're hanging out, and she wants to dance with me. Well, I won't dance with her because she's a professional dancer. I'm like, you're not going to show me up because her talent is such at a high level, right? It is. It's amazing. If I'm in a room with a billionaire, I ain't going to be talking about money with them because they talent for making money. I'm going to be listening because their talent level it's so high. My friend uses me, he's going out and he's looking for women. He goes, where's the talent, right? It's all about the talent, right? Where You hire talented people. People promote you because of your talents. That's where your passion comes in. So number one is get connected to your gifts. Get connected to your talents. Get connected to your abilities. And the way you do that is look back over your life. I don't care if you're, if you're 10, 20 twenty. 25, 30 years old, where have you been the most successful with the most ease? Where you just did it and it did it naturally and it was fun and you enjoyed it and you say, let's do it again. That is following your gifts, talents and abilities, which will lead you to your passion. Number two is you got to be around inspiring people. One of the things that I made a commitment To is always try to get around people who inspired me, right? I grew up around people who did not inspire me. They were on the opposite end of that scale. And so one of the things I realized for me to have upward trajectory and momentum, I needed to get around people who inspired me and, and it's short for inspiration they breathe in me something they breathe in me a thought an idea a suggestion something that helped me sort of get to the next step the next piece of my journey who inspires you right is it Oprah? Is, is, is it LeBron? Who inspires you? Who is it when you see do their thing, you're going, man, I can do that. Oh, i love to do that. Right. So think about who is your inspiration in your life. Right. Who do you follow on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter? Right. Who do you quote their quotes? Right. Those are people that are inspiring you. So you got to get around people around inspiring. And sometimes you can't physically get around them but you can virtually be around them you can go buy their books you can go buy their CDs or tapes or you know material that they've produced to inspire people uh, i've got several key people in my life that just inspires me and that i tune in or watch them on as many occasions as i can get to get inspired so you got to get around inspiring people to raise up the level of your passion. Number three is have something only you can create. If you can take your gifts, talents, and abilities, what is it that you can create, right? I've created Two books, two best-selling books that, that are me, that they're unique to me. I've created over 350 episodes of podcast shows that you can go and listen to. And there are other things that I've been able to create that are uniquely and distinctively me. If you want to be passionate and passion-driven, you've got to find things that you can create. Write a poem, write a song, something that uniquely comes out of you that you, you have. Even if you can't publish it or make it popular, make it anyway, right? Before I published the book, Inside the Mind of Champions, which is out on Amazon, for years, I just collected quotes, right? I co- collected different quotes from different people, circumstance, and I would write them down. And uh, I remember my daughter challenging me, when you get to 300 quotes, you're going to agree to publish a book, right? So I remember doing that and I realized I was coming up on 300 and I was getting a little bit nervous, but I decided I'm going to go ahead and create this book of quotations called Inside the Mind of Champions. And so today that book exists and it was created simply by being passionate about taking notes and keeping up with quotes that other individuals said. The other interesting thing is uh, about passion is you have to take rest. Rest is an important part of passion, right? If you're constantly fatigued and tired and drained, it's hard to get uh, get up for the moment or stay passionate. So taking rest, getting adequate rest from your work, from your business, from your play, and just go on vacation. Take, take a break. And then recharge your batteries. We have a saying in business, got to go recharge your batteries. Reboot, right? Got to reboot your brain, reboot your mind, and get that re-energized passion that puts you back in the game. And all of a sudden, you're more creative, right? You're more driven. You're more excited because you've taken rest. Most people take... And I'm not talking about eight hours sleep rest. I'm talking about disengage rest. There's two types of rest. There's rest where I sleep overnight and I'm back up the next day. But there's another kind of rest where I disconnect and I'm now on vacation. I'm now just sitting by a beach with a little drink with a straw and an umbrella, right? Just enjoying life, appreciating life. That fuels my passion. Rest will actually fuel your passion. I know people who have never taken a vacation. They've never taken a break. Right. I don't know how passionate you can be if you never get away from the thing that you're trying to build, create, manage or grow. Right. Moms love their kids, but they need a break. They need a rest. You know, right? you got to give them a rest. You got to separate them a little bit. So when they come back, they see things that they uh, cannot. When I was in the military, they used to tell us you'd have to take a three day forced break, whether you want it or not, because they didn't want you getting battle fatigue. Right. So you take rest. You talk to athletes. They have days of rest. They have times of rest. They have off seasons or they're just resting their body. They're resting their mind. Right. They don't have to think about plays and line of scrimmage and other players hitting them or hitting them. They're just at a place of rest, which now refuels their passion. So resting and getting away from it all really helps you take your passion to another level. Next point is keeping learning going. I am a student of life. I'm always learning, trying to learn new things from my generation, previous generations, upcoming. I love learning new things. Being open to new things keeps you passionate. What is the latest technology? A technology now is evolving every 12 months. Are you keeping up with that are you learning how to text better? Are you learning how to speak to Siri and tell her to do things? Speak to Alexa, right? I know somebody's never done that. Right? They're not learning. So, they're holding on to the old way, the old school way of doing things. They're not learning anything new, so there's no new levels of passion being created in their life. Find something new. Find something you've never done before that challenges you to get a new way of thinking. Technology will do that, right? Because your 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 smartphone is obsolete the day you buy it. Because new technology is constantly being created, constantly, right? Literally, I can do most of what I do business-wise, professional-wise, personal-wise, right from my smartphone. Amazing. Amazing that you can do that, but you got to learn it, right? Every time you get a new app, I got to learn that. Right. Every time I get a new tool, I got to learn that on the phone, but it helps keeps driving my passion because I'm using that technology to reach more people, talk to more people, do more things, profit more and help me become a better person and help me help more people, which then what feeds your passion. What are you learning? Right. Are you stuck on reality TV, keeping up with the Kardashians? Right. What are you learning? Are you spending too much time on Facebook, social media, what are you learning? When's the last time you've been to a library? When's the last time you just bought a book for the purpose of learning so you could learn about how to be a more passionate individual, learning from somebody else's story? Take the time to study. It will drive your passion. Next point being is you got to reevaluate your actions. No human being is perfect. We're all fallible, which means that we are subject to say stupid stuff, do stupid stuff, and make a lot of mistakes. That's just, that's part of it. I think it's God's sense of humor with us. Um, So you're always having to reevaluate what you did. So I always like to look at my outcomes and then go, all right, what's my takeaways? Right. If I if I invest the time listening to you as a speaker or you've taken the time to listen to my show, what's the takeaway? Find a takeaway. Right. So you can evaluate why you chose to do that in the first place. If you ruined a relationship, you need to evaluate your actions. Right. I have a saying that says everywhere you go, there you are. So if things are constantly messed up around you, what's the one common denominator? It's you. So you need to evaluate who you are. If everything is constantly toxic around you, you may need to evaluate some of the actions. You may be changing the temperature in the room, but not in a good way. I know people that are like a dark cloud every time they come in to someplace. And they don't see anything wrong with what they are. They, they'll they say things like, well, that's just who I am. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it 100, Right. And it all sounds cool, you know, in urban language, slang, or whatever, but the reality is the person's toxic, okay? They just didn't coolified their toxicity, right? So, gotta evaluate. What am I doing? How am I impacting people? And sometimes you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Stand yourself down because you need to realize that you're not getting where you want to be. If you're constantly having to have new friends, constantly having to start over, constantly having to redo things, you need to check where your passion may be off kilter. Right. So we're just talking about some creative ways to improve your passion, following your gifts, talents and abilities. Get around inspiring people. Have something that only you can distinctively create for yourself, your future, your family, your generation, taking rest getting a break away from things, keep learning, become a student of life and reevaluate your actions, reevaluate your behavior. Right. I know people, right. When they drink a little too much, they have a different behavior that comes out. Right. And so they got to evaluate that. Like, okay, I probably shouldn't drink because I turn into this person. Right. So you got to evaluate that. Right. People are always nervous to go to company parties because when people have a couple of drinks in them, a couple of cocktails, alcohol, they become different people. So you have to evaluate your actions if you're truly committed to being a success. If you lose passion and you're just stuck, maybe you're in a place right now, you're listening to me. You go, man, that's all sound good, but I'm stuck. You know, I can't kill nothing, want nothing, die. I can't change what's going on. I think what you got to do if you've lost your passion is, what did you used to like? What did you used to love? What did you used to do? Right. Sometimes you got to go back in order to go forward. I have friends that are uh, a Ph.D. psychotherapist, psychologist. And one of the things that they do to people when a person has lost their way is they take them back. They take them back to childhood memories or happier times. And what they're trying to do with them is find where they went off the road, find where they went to the ditch. We see that a lot times when people come into sports or they have a big hit record and all of a sudden things change. I remember years ago, a guy named Dave Chappelle and great comedian, right? And ended up with his own show. And man, he shaped a culture, man. Everybody loved Dave Chappelle, right? But it got to be too much for Dave Chappelle and he lost his love for just simply making people laugh and telling jokes because it became about a business. He had to make decisions every day, going in and out. He had an audience, he had attorneys and accountants, and he had so much now influence him. He was no longer just a person who could stand on the stage and make us all laugh or put on a weekly show that made us all laugh. He had to become a business. He had to become an in it and the stress of it got too much. He lost what he loves. So he said, I'm walking away. We all thought it was crazy walking away from a $52 million contract at the time, but that's what he had to do because he lost his passion. He lost the drive to do what he needed to do. So for him, he needed to go to Africa. He went to Africa and rested and, you know, got a new mindset and came back. Right? So if you're losing it, you got to go back to your first love. You got to go back to What started you? Why did I get in this in the first place? Why did I make this decision in the first place to do this? Get to your happy place, right? Find your moment of zen. Get to that place that says, oh, yeah, I know why, because I actually like helping people. All right, well, I stopped helping people, and all of a sudden I became a manager in ministry. Let me get back to helping people. You'll see that with companies. They'll get, they've lost their customer and they have to come back and they got to get back to their customer. They got to get back to their base. It happens. Everything by longevity tends to get off course, right? Just happens. So you got to get back to your passion, get back to your first love. If you have a relationship and it's gone bad, You got to remember why you got together in the first place before the kids, before the family, before all the stresses that came upon the relationship. Remember what you liked about each other when you first met, right? Go back to your first love and start from there. Remember why you took the job in the first place. Why did you start the business in the first place? There is the place that you will take the steps to sort of regain your passion. And lastly, Get out of your comfort zone. Always stretch yourself to do something you haven't done before. Get out of it. If you're just hanging around the same old people you do week in and week out, you're in a comfort zone. Get out of it. I'm always trying to get out of my comfort zone to go and do different things so that I can experience new thoughts, new ideas, a new level of excitement get out of the comfort zone your passion awaits you if you're doing that hey hopefully you got something out of all of the points and of course if you've missed any part of the program of the show you can go back and download it if you go to lewishowardlive.com or blog talk radio forward slash Lewis Howard, will get you there howard360 radio a couple ways to reach us And you can uh, hit it up. You can also follow us on Lewis Howard Live on Facebook and the Lewis Howard at Twitter and, of course, on Instagram. So, hey, another exciting show, another fun time to be able to share with you. Looking forward to next week. We'll come with something fresh, new and innovative. You've been listening to Lewis Howard Live. Thank you for being part of the conversation. We'll see you next week. Plus.